Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine, because we are starting. Hey there. Happy Monday. I hope you and your family had a great Easter and are enjoying some lovely spring weather. Last week on the podcast, we shared a big announcement that starting next week, one week from today, we are having our spring promotion on the Liffrey Academy. So with that, here are the details. If you missed last week's announcement, you can sign up to either If you want text alerts for the sale and you want early access, you can go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash text and get our text reminder so that the promotion does not get lost in your inbox. And so you get early access with some other extra bonuses starting this Friday, April 14th. If you aren't 100% set on enrolling in Live Free Academy yet and maybe have a couple of questions, want to chat through things with me, You can sign up for our open house that we are hosting next Monday, April 17th. I'm doing a session at noon and then another session at 8 p.m., both Central Standard Time. So you can go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash live and select the time that works best for you to reserve your seat in our open house. At the open house, you can hear, you'll be able to hear from some former Live Free Academy students. I'll kind of walk you through the program and how I am going to help you build your business and land clients inside the academy and then hear from students. And then any questions you have, want to chat through anything, you can ask those to me on the call. So open house is next Monday, April 17th, either at noon or 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can just reserve your seat at in the open house at MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash live. Otherwise, if you just want the text alerts, you want to enroll as soon as the early access sale goes live this Friday, and there will be some doorbusters for those that enroll on Friday, you can go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash text. And in the meantime, if you have any questions about the Live Free Academy and how I can help you build your business, just reach out to me, hello at MichaelaQuinn.com. Come send me a DM on Instagram at Michaela.Quinn. And one of the best things as you're kind of trying to decide if this is for you, if this is what you want to pursue, is listening to as many stories as possible from women that have gone through the program, built their business, and gone on to quit their jobs, land clients, and just are living their dream life right now. And you can do that by listening to all of the student success stories on our podcast, including today's episode. Today, you are going to get to meet the fabulous Becca Hoover. Becca is from Pennsylvania, and she's a former teacher. She's got two little kiddos, And she built her business with two little kiddos at home and while she was currently still teaching. So give this one a listen, especially if you are, you have young kids, just had a baby, you're about to have a baby and or you 
can't just quit your job cold turkey to build your business. Most women in the academy do not quit their jobs and then start freelancing. Most of them start freelancing while they're still currently working. So keep that in mind. And you can hear how Becca was able to prioritize her business while she was still working her full-time job and being, being a mom to two tiny humans. So I hope you'll love this episode. I hope these episodes help you to see what it takes to freelance and helps you see that if this is what you want, you too can do this as well. So give this a listen, reach out if you have any questions, and then don't forget michaelaquinn.com forward slash text if you want early access for our spring sale or michaelaquinn.com forward slash live if you have questions and want to come to our open house. All right, friends, I hope you have a great day and I'll see you on Instagram this week. Becca, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Michaela. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you and just share another story for all the moms out there who are kind of trying to see how they can make this work, what it looks like, and hopefully decide that, okay, they can do this and they're ready to get started. Yep. So let's kind of just start at the beginning. Tell us about you, who you are, what you did prior to freelancing and kind of what led you, led you to freelancing. Perfect. Okay. So I live in Pennsylvania with my husband and we have two daughters. But back in 2019 was when I had my first daughter and I was a middle school music teacher. Mm -hmm. And just like a lot of teachers was really starting to feel the burnt out, especially when we got close to COVID. And yeah, once I had my daughter, my priorities really shifted. I wanted to be home with her, but we were just in no position financially, not even close. So and I was the breadwinner at that point. So yeah, so I was just like most moms late at night, Googling, trying to find ways. I didn't want to do an MLM or any of that. So I just kind of was like, okay, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to be able to be home and just kind of, you know, push that aside. But then at 2020, when COVID hit and I was home and was, you know, trying to do teaching from home and just all the stresses. I was happy. At least I was getting time with my baby since, you know, everything was closed. But that was when I was like, oh, yeah, I need to be home. Like, I got to find a way. So in the, I want to say it was the very end of 2020. I think it was like mm-hmm. December. I'm, I'm assuming it was like holidays, you know, mm-hmm. Christmas break is when I was Googling and I believe I was on Pinterest and I Ooh. found you and I was like, all right, let me look into this. And I was just reading a lot of like the different success stories. And mm-hmm. I was like, I just really resonate with a lot of this. This is me. Like I want to be home. So I went ahead and purchased your course and I was really thankful. My husband was really supportive. I think he probably just thought, you know, I was desperate at that point and, you know, I was going to try something and hey, if it, if I wasn't able to bring in a full-time income, at least it would be nice for part-time income. So that was kind of the way I looked at it when I purchased the course, you know, I went through it. I did the slow approach. took me a couple months. April of 2021 is when I like officially registered, you know, with the state, launched everything, but I was kind of quiet about it. I didn't really tell a lot of people because I just had this fear like, oh, what if I fail and you know, people judge me. So that summer then I was like really like ramping through the course and like, you know, trying to get clients. And I didn't land any clients that summer. 
It was also the summer we moved houses and we found out we were expecting baby number two. So it was like all these added stressors. And I was still so determined. I was like, I'm not letting this stop me. Like I'm getting this business off the ground. It's going to work for me. Yeah. So yeah, then I started that school year then and still was just kind of doing business part-time. I was doing like a couple one-off projects here and Mm -hmm. there, but no retainer clients. And I was on like discovery call after discovery call. And it's always that feeling like when they tell you, they're like, oh, we really loved you, but we went with someone else. And I think I heard that, oh my goodness, probably five or six times in a row one week. And I was like, what is happening? But I really did not let that stop me. That just, you know, pushed me to even, you know, want to work harder and land these clients. I just knew like I had to get out of the classroom no matter what. Yeah. So basically in 2022, then, well, I did, I landed a retainer client at the end of 2021. So that was right there. Like I landed a client. Great. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a super great first client though. I was terrible at like setting boundaries was super stressed out. So there was definitely that like imposter syndrome in there. Like, Ooh, do I really want to do this? Mm -hmm. It's a lot to juggle, but I found my rhythm once, you know, 2022 hit, I did the make back your money challenge and was just really putting myself out there more. I think I went through your course again, just to like, see like, okay, where am I? Like, you know, where's like not the connection, just trying to figure out And something just clicked that spring. I think it was just my, I told myself, I'm not going back to teaching. It's not happening. And so I told myself that was January of 2022. I landed a client in the Make Back Your Money Challenge. And I was going on maternity leave the next month with baby number two. And so I started just telling people, I put it out there into the world, even though it was like a little scary, but I was like, yeah, I'm not coming back next year. I'll be, I'll be at home. And Something in my mindset just shifted there. And then I started landing clients. During my maternity leave, I landed four retainer clients. Wow. And then I surpassed my teaching income. So it was a no-brainer. Before you went back. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my (laughs) Lord. That is amazing. Yeah, it was. I feel like when it was happening too, and I was telling my husband, I feel like he was in a little bit of disbelief. Until I was actually showing him, I was like, no, look, like, here's my four clients and here's what I'm bringing home. Like, I'm leaving teaching. And I, <laughs> I think for him, he was like, whoa, like, you did it. Like, not that he was like doubting me, but it's just so like crazy to think. Like, yeah, it's all know. fun and games when it's hypothetical. But then when it's like, and, and there's still always some, some doubt and some like, mm, is this like, is this real? Yeah. And at least, especially I know from my husband's perspective and kind of, his industry that he's in and very just traditional work yeah, stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But when he like started seeing clients and income coming in and he was just like, whoa, like, what are you doing now? Like, huh? Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. Like all summer last year was just working, you know, with my clients, my business, like just blew up overnight. It was super exciting. So then just last fall, then I was kind of feeling the itch to kind of niche down into social media management. Social media was kind of where my heart lies. And I was excited about all those tasks that I was doing 
Because I was doing for all my clients, I was doing a lot of VA stuff. And one client, I was specifically doing just social media and that I was just more excited. Like I was Mm -hmm. figuring out, okay, like when I'm working on her stuff, like I just get like motivated and really excited. So that was kind of like the push I needed. Like, all right, so let's, let's move into that. So yeah, just pretty recently, January is when I've really kind of niched down. I do have two clients that I still do some general VA stuff here and there for, but my newer clients that I've taken on in the last month, they're all strictly social media management and I love it. It's super fun. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at. (laughs) Okay. That's cool. You gave us like the whole overview in a nutshell kind of view of your business. Do you mind if I kind of go back and ask ask some more questions about kind of the the getting started? So let me just get my dates right. Mm -hmm. So you started kind of the very end of 2020. Yes. So this was after COVID and Mm -hmm. or like in the midst of COVID. So end of 2020 going into 2021. And it took you like five to six months to really go through the course the first time and start telling people and putting yourself out there. Or were you? Yeah, I was super, I was kind of hiding it almost per Mm se. Like I, I just, I didn't want people to think that like, I don't know why MLM keeps coming to my mind, but I did, oh goodness, probably back in like 2017 or 2018, I did like an MLM just kind of selling some things on the side. And I know (laughs) a lot of friends and family judged me for that and were like super not nice about it. So I was like, I don't want them to think that's what this is. So I just kept it to myself and I wish I wouldn't have now, but you know. (laughs) You live in your life. I mean, I did the same thing because I didn't do an MLM, but I had tried other businesses and like two kind of rapid succession and was so gung-ho about them and then kind of realized, okay, I am not going to retire selling bows and or selling cakes and cookies. Like it could happen, but I don't think it's going to happen for me. Yep, exactly. And so when I started freelancing, you just carry kind of whether people do judge you or it's just like how we feel, like it just kind of does kind of impact it. And how did you kind of get past that and be comfortable, start sharing? I had to really do some internal work, like mindset that, you know, once I found out I was expecting baby number two, I just really didn't want to miss those moments that I missed with our first. And I just, I don't know. I just got to the point where I was like, I don't care what anybody thinks. They're not paying my bills. They're not like they don't know the lifestyle that we want for our family. And I just had to kind of get over that. And once I did, now I just, I look back and I'm like, man, if I got that motivation sooner, like, you know, where would my business be now? But yeah, I think I still use that day to day in business, just thinking like, you know, if I post on my page or something about my business, I know there's still people out there that might be like rolling their eyes thinking like, what, what is Becca doing? But like, you know, this is working for me and my family. I have a full time. Becca is living the dream. That's what she's doing. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I feel that same way when I do some reels sometime. I'm like, oh God. Yeah. But yeah, same. So then let's kind of dive into you went through the course a second time and started kind of putting yourself out there, landing clients. What routes were you taking to get on discovery calls? And what was the timeline from not just signing up, but from when you had gone through the course, from finishing the course and like starting to network to landing a client? I'd love if you could kind of share kind of that 
Yes. Yeah. So April 2021 was when I like launched the business and completed most of the course. I would say I was officially done with it the beginning of summer, like once I was out of the classroom for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I did not land a retainer client until November in the fall. So, so almost took, like a full year. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. Like I was doing a couple like, you know, testimonials or like one-off projects here and there. Mm-hmm networking and some Facebook groups. But yeah, there was no way like I wouldn't have been able to leave teaching at that point because yeah. nothing, you know, it wasn't that successful yet. So yeah. And so then you dove in, you found out you're pregnant with baby number two. Yeah. <laughs> had that like mindset shift. And there's nothing like there's no greater motivation than a baby growing in your belly. And like the yeah. the kind of ticking time bomb of this baby's coming out in X amount of months and I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. So then that's when you signed up for the Make Back Your Money Challenge in January mm-hmm. of 2022. Yes. And that challenge is where I landed a client, a retainer uh-huh. client, a significant retainer client. Yeah. So that, that I think there, that was a huge confidence boost. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I do know this. I know how, you know, even if I don't know all the tasks, like I was a teacher, I can yeah. figure this out. I think that too kind of, you know, I've seen other people that this stops them and it, myself included, you know, if I look at, you know, what someone needs from their business and maybe I don't know all the platforms or all the tasks that might be like a little bit of imposter syndrome, like, Oh, I can't do that. But mm-hmm. yes, you can, you know, yeah, teachers, you we, we have figured out so many things we navigated teaching during a pandemic. I can do anything. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and those things like those kind of job postings where people put that, I, I think of it as a wish list. It's like a, in the best case scenario, here's everything I want. Like, like a kid for Christmas. Hey mom, here's my Christmas wish list. Are they going to get everything on that wish list? Probably not. Some stuff is probably ridiculous. And some stuff, you know, you pick and choose. And that's exactly how it is on the job posting boards. Like people just word vomit everything and like the most ideal situation in a perfect world. But we don't live in a perfect world. Not everyone is going to have or meet everything on that that job posting. And so I say if you have at least 50%, go for it. Or even less, like, and especially if they're checked that I'm okay with working with a beginner or prefer working with a beginner, absolutely go for it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always been upfront and honest too, you know, with my clients, if they ask me, you know, can you do this? And it's something I don't have experience with. Well, I'm not going to lie to them, but I'm going to tell them, I'm going to say, you know, I don't have the experience with that platform, but I'm happy to learn it. I can learn it really quickly. I'm confident that I yeah. can do that. And when I show that confidence, then that makes them confident and yeah. they don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And like, if it's a, a platform, like a different platform, but you have experience with, another similar one, it's so easy to learn the second one. Like if you already know how to do it, how to do those tasks like email marketing in one platform, it's very easy to pick up in the second. And all of the softwares out there, they have the they have free tutorials on how to use their software because they want us to be able to use it. Yeah. Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12-month payment plan to our program, the Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just $147. If you go to go.michaelaquinn.com or just head to the show notes, 
on this episode. We've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the How to Build Your Business from Start to Finish course, Skills Training, the Job Leads Board, the Coaching Calls, the Student Community Facebook Group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.michaelaquinn.com forward slash academy or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. Yeah, I've taught myself how to do, like, I didn't know how to do half the stuff that I do now. Like, it's mm-hmm. so funny. I, I look back, you know, a year and a half ago, I didn't know how to do like any of this stuff. And I taught myself how to do mm-hmm. most of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely possible. Did you find that like your first couple clients were, were they providing training as well of like, here's how I want things done. Here's how to do these things. Or was it like, Hey, I need you to do this. Go learn. You know, it's funny. Almost all my clients were just very knew what they wanted, but not exactly sure. So they didn't really like provide, you know, a training or anything. They just mm-hmm. trusted me and that I would figure it out. And that works really well. There's really only one client I have and I I love working with her. She just knows exactly what she wants Mm -hmm. and her SOPs are fantastic uh, Mm -hmm. for someone who does standard operating procedures. So she will just make some Loom videos and say, here, this is what I want. And that's great. And I learned that way too. If you just Mm -hmm. send me me a quick video, tell me what you want. Great. So it's interesting working with such diverse clients. Some clients are very picky about and know what they exactly what they want. And then there's other clients that are like, I think I want this. Can you just figure it out for me? So that's kind of how I am. I'm like, I don't know what I want. I can tell you what I don't. So give it your best step. And if that's not what I want, like, I'm not mad at you. Yeah. But, and sometimes like that process for me and how I work, that gets me closer to figuring out what I do want. Like if staring at a blank screen sometimes, like for example, let's say email marketing campaign. I'm like, I don't exactly know what I want. Here's an idea go run with it. And then, you know, the person on my team doing that will go do it, bring it back. And I'm like, mm, no, this isn't what I wanted. Let's do da 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 I wouldn't have gotten to that. Let's do da 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 If I didn't have that first draft, I could have stared at a blank screen, blinking cursor forever and not have gotten to that finished draft. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes people, especially when you move out of the virtual assistant services and into the more, or even as a virtual assistant, when you're doing some of the marketing tasks or the like design stuff and you turn stuff over to a client and it's not exactly what they wanted, that's okay. That doesn't mean they're mad or don't want to work with you anymore. That's just natural. And mm-hmm. if they have any constructive feedback to give, like that, that's normal. Don't take that personal. I'm like, oh, I'm not good at this or I'm not doing this right. I usually take constructive criticism really well. So I, I think I'm good at that, but I actually like want that from my clients, especially mm-hmm. now that I'm in social media management. Because like, I need their feedback. Like, is this mm-hmm. content that like, is this what you're looking for? Does this sound like you? Like, I don't want anybody to feel like, you know, like, oh, it's okay. And then post it like, no, I want, I want your business to be successful. So yeah, give and take and, you know, good collaboration. That's like what I'm all about. So yeah. yeah. So how did you land that client from the first challenge? What route did you take? That was in a, on the OTO uh-huh. job board. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, that's how I landed that one. And it's funny because she 
was looking for a virtual assistant at the time. Mm-hmm. And she had, a, you know, a lot of discovery calls. And she actually, when I started working with her, I did some VA stuff for her, but I was more like her Facebook community manager. Mm-hmm. And she didn't realize that she wanted that until we were like on a call together. And she mm-hmm. said like, oh, you know what? That would be, you know what? Let's go with that. Like, so it was interesting. Like I got that based off of, you know, job description, but that's not actually what I ended up doing. So yeah. Yeah. And so that was the first big retainer client. What about the second client? Second client was another big retainer client, virtual assistant. I still work with her and I just help her with a lot of different various tasks, podcast pitching. She has a podcast, helping like repurpose things for her Instagram account, some email marketing, pretty much just all over the place. Yeah. But yeah, I really like working with her. And yeah, we've kept that working relationship. So yeah, she's actually my longest client now. I've had her for almost a year. Almost a year. And that was during maternity leave, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I want to go into more of like how you landed those clients, but I'm curious how, what was it like growing your business on maternity leave? So you had a brand new baby Mm -hmm. and a two-year-old? Yeah. So thankfully... My two-year-old at the time, she was going to daycare and Mm -hmm. we kept that consistent for her just because we were like adjusting as a family of four and I was adjusting with the baby and I was like, let me get this business off the ground before we bring her home full time, Yeah, (laughs) you know, just for my sanity. But still with a newborn, you know, it was interesting, I will say. (laughs) Yeah. But I was just so motivated. I... I had a home birth. And so I was able to, you know, within 48 hours, I was feeling good. And I was home. I was like, I'm just going to hop on my computer quick. <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys do not have to do this, by the way. Right. It is no, not a requirement. No. But yeah, do not recommend. Kind of, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I was, it was funny because it's like, I didn't feel like I had to, but I was so excited about like getting my business and, you know, just be, I wanted this to be so successful. And once I had that baby in my arms, I was like, okay, I got to stay home with her. So yeah. like, I need to, I need to land more clients. That was my mindset. Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, I was crazy, but you know, it worked, it worked out. <laughs> it worked. So how old was your daughter? Two daughters, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Two how daughters. old was she when you landed the second client? I'm scared to say this because I don't want people to do this, but she was only a week old. Oh my Lord. Was she on the call with you? Yes. So all my clients, I mean, this is why I love working, especially with moms, like mm-hmm. mompreneurs, because they just get it. Like mm-hmm. I was on the call, was holding my baby. She was sleeping, but through all the calls. So yeah, all the clients I landed on maternity leave, my baby was either in my arms or she was in the swing next to me. And they they loved that. It was so funny. I was on a call with one of them and they were like, are you holding a doll? I was like, no, this is my newborn. I mean, what what were people's reactions? Did you have anyone that was like, oh, if you have a baby on a call, like I'm not hiring you? No, everybody loved it. Like they wanted to see her. They oh. were like, so congratulate, like congratulating me. The, the one client thought I was crazy, but like in a good way. And I was like, yeah, I just like, I'm really excited to get my business going. And so yeah, no, it was a great experience. Like I don't look back and think like, oh, I was so stressed because I wasn't. I was just excited and yeah, it worked. So yeah. it might not work for everybody, but like right. my mindset was so good with the second time. Now I can tell you with my first, like 
I wouldn't have been able to do that. My yeah. mindset was not there. So yeah, it just yeah. depends. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, especially like having, I I had my first and I went through those feelings of like, this is not what I want. I wouldn't have known that until I went back to work, you know, and had those moments to where I, when I was pregnant with my second, I was very much the same way. Like I am not going back after maternity leave. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. Too. So pretty awesome. Second client, how did you connect with her and like what route? Kind of walk us through the those four that you landed on maternity leave. Yeah. So the rest of the clients that I landed were all from Facebook groups, mm-hmm. networking. And I, you know, I learned that really in the Make Back Your Money Challenge and in the course, like how to network really well, put myself out there. Yeah. So that's how I landed the rest of them. And it was just like getting on calls with them and just it is so true. Once you land your first client, just the confidence is there. Mm-hmm. And then you know, from there, it just takes off. And the yeah. momentum, all the momentum you had and like those moments where you didn't land the client, you didn't land the client, but you stayed with it. Mm-hmm. it it's like something just clicks and it, it all clicks at the same time. So it feels like, you know, you said you built your business overnight or not built it overnight, but like it blew up overnight mm-hmm. and it feels like that but that would be discounting like all the consistency and all the work you did up to then. It's like, it takes time for that momentum, like the fuse to be lit. Yes, exactly. So when was the time period where you were getting on calls and being, getting like the, oh, we went with someone else. When was that? When did that fit into all of this? So that was in like the fall of 2021 where I was doing some like, testimonials and one-off projects that I just could not land like a full retainer month yeah. to month client. And there are ones like, oh, so close. And I like was like, oh yeah, they definitely are going to go with me. And then just for one reason <sighs> or another, it wasn't like a good fit. So yeah, there were definitely moments where I, a little bit of doubt came in. Yeah. But again, I just like, you know, I allow always allowed myself like, all right, you can feel bummed for a little bit, but yeah. don't let that stop you. Yeah. Get back up, get back up. Was there anything that you did tangibly kind of like when, because you said you went back through the course, I'm I'm just wondering if there's any like tangible changes you made and how you were approaching your business and landing clients, or if it was really just like a time and mindset shift that. Yeah. The biggest thing was mindset. I went through the course again, just because I am a very like type A, I like to take notes mm-hmm. um, and just really wanted to like refresh myself and see, okay, I really wanted to get clear on you know, what services I wanted to offer, but also my ideal client. I feel like at that point, I was just kind of like, yeah, I don't want to say desperate's not the word, but like, I'll work with anybody. Yep. And it's not true. Like, I don't want to work with anybody, you know? Yeah. So I think once I kind of like, you know, thought about that and got clear on that, that just helped overall with the mindset then. And so mm-hmm. it's all just kind of, you know, falls into place then. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. That clarity, having clarity on who you want to work with helps mm-hmm. so much. That's one of the biggest things when I talk to people and they've been kind of dabbling and they're not getting the results that they want. It's either one of two things. Either there's not consistency or they're expecting results way too quick mm-hmm. <laughs> or they don't know who they want to work with. And therefore they're just kind of like throwing spaghetti, hoping something sticks. And once they kind of sit down and kind of think through, okay, I don't have to stick with this forever, but this is at least where I'm going to start today. Yeah, exactly. So then you said that 
through that maternity leave, you surpassed your income. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that look like from a hours worked standpoint comparison to full-time teaching? Were you able to work less hours and surpass, or is it like the same hours and meet your income or like surpass? What does that kind of look like? Because I think that can just, and if you're comfortable sharing any numbers, awesome. If not, I know yeah. that can be. Yeah, I'm an open book. It's fine. I can. Okay. I feel like people need to hear that too. I think so many times, like I've talked with people in this industry and like, there's such like a vague, vague answers around that mm-hmm. numbers. And sometimes people like, I know for me, I kind of needed that. Like yeah. I need to see like, okay, are people, you know, being honest, truthful, so as a teacher, now I had been teaching for eight years and I did have, I have my master's degree in my district. I, you know, I was thinking I was making pretty good, pretty much good money. But so I was bringing home around 3,400 a month. Mm-hmm. So when I, you know, booked out my business, then I was bringing home 4,000. Is that take home or is that before taxes? Before taxes. Before yeah. taxes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I had talked about how, like, you know, even if I would have got to that 3,400 number, as long as I was at that number, you know, my husband was like, yeah, that's fine. You can leave teaching mm-hmm. because then you'll have more time to, you know, mm-hmm. take on another client. But I was completely maxed out at that point. There's no way I could have returned to teaching and also had that client load. There's just mm-hmm. no way. So yeah. how many hours? So looking back at that point, I want to say about 20 hours a week is where I was at. So of course, like that's way less than I was doing teaching. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I was just in a much better place mentally. I wasn't missing out on time with my baby. She was right there. Like, it's so funny. I think about like, she's coming up on a year now, her first birthday. And I'm just thinking like, wow, like this baby, like you've built the business with me. Like, it's amazing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's just such a different experience than with the first. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited now. Like we're in a good place. My business is like, you know, successful. I've moved into social media management, which obviously like my prices have raised too. So I'm, you know, I'm over my teaching income where I was. We're bringing home my daughter to try out homeschooling here. So yeah, lots of changes. How old is your oldest now? Is she three? She's three. Yep. She's going to be four this summer. So technically homeschool, but you know, she's still four, but yeah. (laughs) Do you see like, is the plan that you went to homeschool? We want to try it and see. I like to just take things, you know, a couple months at a time. Mm -hmm. So we're going to bring her home for next school year, see how that goes with two kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm not too prideful to say like, I mean, if it's a complete disaster and I'm feeling overwhelmed, like I always said, I don't, want to get to the place where I'm like trying to balance, you know, client load and, you know, my kids and I, you know, my kids are like holding me back from that, you know, like, that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't the point of, you know, starting my business. So yeah, we just take it, you know, a couple months at a time, yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. Make changes. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about the transition from VA to social media management and kind of how that worked? Yeah. So I was just really realizing as I was doing things for clients, when they were having me do things like repurposing content, helping with like graphics, you know, things like that, that I was just more excited about that. And so, you know, slowly by slowly, I've 
like a couple clients, we've ended our working relationship. So then I was able to bring on new clients. And I that was kind of, you know, it showed me like, okay, I want to go into social media. So any new clients I take on, that's what I'm going to do. I am like much happier with that. I really love it. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of, it. I don't want to say it just like fell into place, but it just kind of worked that way. I was also like kind of building up a portfolio on the side as I was a VA, like of social media services. So anytime I would, you know, do some things for a client, you know, I would just have that in my back pocket. So then if I did see, you know, on the OTO job board, something for social media, I already have the experience with that. So I would go ahead, even though I at that point wasn't marketing myself as social media manager, Mm -hmm. I was still taking on clients in that area. Yeah. So you have two clients, you still do some VA work for? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the rest are all social media management? Yes. Where did you land the rest of the social media? Were they all OTO job boards or back to Facebook groups? So now I really amped up on Instagram. Uh That's where I do a lot of like my personal business marketing. Uh And so that's where I have found my social media management clients. Uh And then I'm even like one person I'm waiting to hear back from right now has just been like a referral. So it's cool once you get to that point Uh in your business where people start to refer you, that's like such a compliment. And yeah, yeah, just really exciting. Congratulations. So did you start marketing on social media when you were a virtual assistant or was it, did you wait until you wanted to pivot into social media? No, I start well, so, okay. My business started April, 2021. I think like my first business Instagram post was like that summer. And it was just like a random, hi, here's my business. And like, that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I started to post like as a VA here and there. Mm-hmm. I didn't, get any like consistent posting or strategy really down for a couple months. But yeah, now being a social media manager, I'm constantly on there marketing and learning all the new tips and tricks. I can stay up on that for my clients. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it's like, it's definitely not necessary when you're first starting out. Like if you're someone that doesn't want to do that, like I wouldn't feel pressured to at all. Yeah, absolutely. So since you're kind of an open book and comfortable sharing. Yeah. What is like the income and hours worked look like now as transitioned into social media manager compared to VA? Yeah. So I feel like that's constantly changing too, like as, you know, my services change, prices change mm-hmm. and all of that. So right now I'm working only about 15, depending on the week, 15, 20 hours mm-hmm. a week. And I'm bringing in anywhere between 4,500 to 5K. So to that's me, awesome. it was definitely definitely a no-brainer like that's awesome. you know as, as teachers it's so capped when you get to a certain point so I'm just like excited and my husband sees this too like you know in this industry like it's kind of endless like you can yeah. just I don't know what I'm really trying to say there like there's no cap there's no like, ceiling yeah you can thank you yeah you can there's so many different ways to grow like you can grow by keep bringing on more clients and maybe moving into an agency or stay small and solo and just keep raising your prices and increasing prices yeah. on digital products or, you know, there's lots of different ways to grow and scale. And you're right. There is no ceiling. There is no limit. How do you balance that aspect though? Of like, there is no limit. There is no ceiling as a mom and like not letting the growth and like that there is no ceiling like overtake That's a really good question. That is something that I'm even like working on right now. 
you know, because I don't want to miss out on any of the time with my girls, hence why Mm -hmm. I'm bringing my oldest home. And Mm -hmm. I just, you know, that is the whole reason I started my business. So I consistently remind myself of that because I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There's definitely days where like I'm overwhelmed. Maybe I'm like trying to meet a deadline on something and, you know, both kids are screaming or sick or whatever. And I'm just like, and I get so frustrated. And then I like always have to remind myself, like, wait a minute, you know, Mm -hmm. I, started this business so I could be home with them and Mm -hmm. not miss these opportunities. So I feel like that is just something constantly having to like Mm -hmm. reevaluate. I know we're even like discussing because we, you know, I want to bring, you know, my daughter's coming home this summer. So I'll have both of them. But I did say to my husband, like, I feel like I might need, you know, once a week, just a couple hours, like, you know, I just would feel better if I had that time, like uninterrupted. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, we are discussing like having like a babysitter or a nanny or something come in like one day just to help with that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you can have, you can have the best of both worlds. Exactly. And that's, I kind of started out doing naptime hustle only worked once I had quit only worked when kiddos were sleeping. And then that got to a point where I was kind of stressful, always trying to bop out from like mom hat to work hat. And we started with a babysitter two times a week for like three hours each time and grew. And now we have someone that comes maybe 20 hours a week Mm -hmm. in the mornings to help and whatever works. And like, even though I'm here and working, I'm still, I still take breaks and like go eat lunch with them and go feed Charlie when he needs to be fed or put them down for naps. Yeah, that's the beauty. Like, especially with a baby, mm-hmm. I with my first, I hated being away for so many hours, and I hated pumping. I know some people are like, "Oh, it doesn't," it. but like, oh goodness! So I have not used that pump like at all with second baby. Like, no way. <laughs> I hear you on that. Oh my lord, I hated pumping. So with moving into social media management, have you done any additional courses or like other skills trainings in pivoting your business? So I, Rachel Peterson online, Uh I was following her. She's pretty well known in the social Mm -hmm. media space. And I did like her free, she has a free social media course. So I've done some things with that. And of course, like most people, you know, following all like the quote unquote big gurus, you know, on Instagram and, and YouTube. But yeah, other than that, I mean, everything else I've, you know, figured out on my own and, you know, figured out what works for me and my Mm -hmm. clients. So Social media is such a just like test it and try it. And what works for one person might not work for the other, but that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So what is the future for you, Becca? What are you kind of, as we wrap up, what are you excited about in your business moving forward or anything future you're working on? Yeah. I think ultimately, like, I just have this dream. And, you know, I used to think like, oh, you can't have it all. But I kind of realized in this last year, yes, you can, you totally can. So if I was going to answer that, I would say I would love, you know, in a couple of months from now, I really want to amp up this social media side of my business. Mm -hmm. And like, I would love to take some team members on to join me, you know, as social media company but I also want to homeschool my girls. So, you know, it's just finding that good balance too, between being a successful, you know, successful mom and business owner. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see where, uh, we'll have to, we'll have to do an update like next year after homeschooling and just come on and share what that looks like after you've taken on 
team members and all that. And don't forget LFA, we have the higher form. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, I definitely, I've thought about like taking a VA on pretty soon here in the next Mm -hmm. few months to help just with some back end. And I even told my husband, I was like, I would go nowhere else for a VA. I will always go back to Michaela Quinn for sure. I love it. I love it. Well, Becca, thank you so much for coming on, for sharing. And I just want to just give you the biggest hug and congratulations. I can't believe maternity leave just exploded for you. And kudos to you for, I mean, having kind of a slow and challenging start, but staying with it and being told, getting that like, oh, we went with someone else. Like all of those things can be so discouraging and for a lot of people cause them to pause and, and stop. But congratulations. You Thank you. Thank you so much. I like, this is like a dream come true. It's just so crazy. Like that I'm sitting here talking with you. So thank you so much. Of course, of course, of course. Well, keep us posted on homeschooling and I'm serious. You need to come back like next year and do an update. Where is she now? For sure. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.